Fit for Life Radio, Bacardi 151, I mean, episode number 151. 151. That's the only alcohol I can't drink. I mean, it's basically rubbing alcohol I at know. that point. Mix it. Does that mean it's 151 proof? Yeah. So it's like double most liquors? It's heavy stuff, man. It's like gasoline. Isn't it flammable? Like, yeah, it's the stuff you can light on fire. <laughs> mm. I used to mix it with orange juice. Just yeah. 151 and OJ. <sighs> the things you do when It makes, like, you know that, that mouth-watering feeling you get when you're about to throw up? I, like, immediately get that when I think about it. <laughs> can you drink orange juice now? Yeah, OJ. OJ's good. <laughs> Full pulp. Sometimes orange juice by itself tastes like Bacardi 151. It does. You know when it, like, stings or burns mm-hmm. a lot? It's like that... That good. I like that good burn, though. That good burn. Mm, just like soda. At uh, Trader Joe's, they have this, like, un... Uh, uh, what is most orange? Like, pasteurized? It's mm-hmm. non-pasteurized, so it's, like, raw. <laughs> raw yeah, like raw, raw orange juice. Raw, fresh-squeezed <laughs> orange juice. And, it yeah, it hits different. Does it? Yeah. Not to get some. Some um, of that good stuff, fresh from the orange. But today, we're not talking about... Raw orange juice. Raw orange juice or... Bacardi 151. We're talking about planning. Plan it, baby. Plan your day. Plan your life. The cliche, if you're not planning for success, you're planning for failure, right? Uh, And more just an overarching planes view of you know, doing this for years, working with people, whether it's exercise or eating. And, you know, we, we kind of will find certain little individual specific things to blame, but most of them lead back to lack of preparation. You just didn't plan in some way, shape or form, you yeah. know, and that takes a lot of different forms planning. Like there's a lot of ways that that you can do it. Um, but the lack thereof of any of mm-hmm. those and causes a lot of problems. First, we have to get out of the way. Like, yeah. Some people get frustrated that we even have to plan. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, the reality is when we, you know, harp on this all the time is it's our modern environment, right? Mm-hmm. Because couches and thermostats exist, right? So we, we are always going to lean towards comfort, right? So yeah, it's easy to go home and sit on our couch in our temperature controlled environment where it's comforting. Like Just it's be comfortable. peak, you know, telling, imagine telling a person from the past about what we have now and they'd be amazed, right? Yeah, Like, Hey, the temperature stays the same and you're on this cushion and life's good. Yeah. And then we have refrigerators and pantries with plastic in which we can seal up with food in it and it lasts forever. And it, then we can also add and mush it all together so that it tastes delicious, you know. So our food environment is very, for most of us, fortunately, it's abundant. Yeah. And ac- accessible and there's food everywhere right there's fast food anywhere right. that you want to stop most workplaces have some type of food there well not most a lot of them do mm-hmm. um so like dude it's everywhere yeah so now if we look at that have that out the way you realize well we're going to gravitate towards convenience and comfort that's the default now mm-hmm. that's the default right like what's just the easiest what do i have to think the least about and, and i'm gonna do that and think about it before so if we were chasing these things before you wanted some warmth, right? Some temperature. You wanted some comfort. You wanted food. You would have to, what What would all those things involve? Work. Massive amounts 
of work and physical activity. Mm -hmm. You would have to go find trees and chop it down and start a fire. Which if you watch any of these like TV shows, you see starting a fire can be end up taking like four hours yeah. and be very physically. Because it's not you don't have this like yeah lighter this and this <laughs> like dried out wood and everything is just ready yeah. to go and cured. And like sometimes you just find green wood and you got to try to burn that. Yeah, and then you had to grow food and or and or kill food. Obviously, physical physicality is a lot of work. Improved with that, so you see we didn't exercise wasn't even a word because it's just what we did. Yeah, you worked for your stuff. So now let's, here we are today, 2022, modern environment. If every if our default state now is before, so our default state was we got to work to have comfort and food. Mm-hmm. Now that is the default state. So the work now is kind of like planning and creating an environment that supports our health uh, that's against the default. Mm-hmm. So we have to mimic all those things that we evolved doing, yeah. which means we probably need to schedule in our workouts. Yeah, right? create time for you to actually move, mm-hmm. whereas it used to be baked into your day. Because if you don't put it in there, you're not going to do it because nope. the comforts are going to be calling. The couch and Netflix just is way better. And even at that, so I've worked at gyms since I was 20, you know, big globo type gyms. I've had 24-hour gyms. Uh, you know, now we have like a group training type gym. And everything we do at the group training gym is, is, you know, the motivation for that was like, well, regular gyms don't work for a lot of people. What do we need to do? So one example is, yeah, people have to reserve their class times, right? Because what we notice is people, when you schedule it in, you're more likely to show up, right? It's an appointment. Then the other thing, when you show up, well, there's a coach and there's a workout already planned, right? So you don't have to think about what to do because what happens is, and I, you know, like I said, worked at a Gold's gym and would, I would be there from 4.35 a.m. to 7 p.m. for a couple years and you watch people and people come and they join and they're excited same thing at my 24-hour gyms then they show up and they don't really have a plan for when they're there and they kind of like walk around do something maybe like whatever grab a lap pull down do a set yeah machine to machine flail their arms around go walk on the treadmill a little and then kind of go home and then basically not come back for a year yeah and the reality is like if you go, there's so many things there and you don't have a plan. You, it's overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming. And you end up, you're not going to, uh, it's not going to be as effective, right? And then you're not going to be as excited to keep going because maybe you don't see progress or feel progress or or it's just overwhelming and frustrating to walk in there and not really know what to do. I, mm-hmm. like, shoot, you have no direction. That's how I feel when I go to Home Depot all the time. <laughs> I don't know none of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just makes or, you, hey, imagine going to the grocery store. Yeah, you, you have no plan. You literally don't know what you're going to eat or anything. Well, yeah, that's overwhelming. You don't know what to get. Yeah. Like, and it makes you feel like, I mean, you probably feel fine going to Home Depot, but like <laughs> inadequate. You're like, yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah, and you, then you feel like a dummy. It's like no one's there seems to want to help you. You got kind of so, <laughs> you know, um, and that's how most people feel going to a gym. Right. And same thing with eating. Imagine there's. Mo- like, so we'll use one example where people are like, I crave sugar and sugar is my biggest like culprit and it makes me mess up. Well, that's because ultimately we've, your brain prefers carbohydrates as fuel. So we need some. So if you restrict it a lot, you're going to have cravings for it. Yeah. Right. So, but then when we have cravings, well, what happens if you, if you weren't planned and you don't have fresh fruit or, uh, you know, good whole grain starches next to you, you're going to reach for what's there and convenient, which yeah, is your gonna, brain wants the fast one. Yeah. It's going to be the tasty, delicious, sugary thing. That's in a package, that honey bun, baby, with no shelf life. Yeah. And then 
hey, those are engineered to taste delicious and make it easy to overeat. So now, yeah, we do overeat. And now your brain, like now that you kind of established that, now your brain wants that Mm -hmm. and expects it. And then you go for that sugary snack every day because your brain's like, hey, this is good. This fulfills what we need. Let's do it. And what do we do? And then you're not prepared. So you don't really eat at any set time. You just kind of go until you're like, Cravings are so strong, and then you're like, "Now let me just go grab something." And then, mm-hmm. and then we—it's almost like a frantic state mm-hmm. that you're you're operating, or well, your brain's yeah. operating out of at when, that point, where like, "Oh my God, we need something," and there's not as much rational thinking going on. Like, it's more of an urgent need to grab whatever for some quick calories. Yeah, and on the flip side, if you planned a meal and you had, you know, dinner, you had some protein. You had some carbs, you had a little bit of fat. You're going to be less likely to have these strong pulls mm-hmm. and, and uh, cravings. Yeah. Now, yes. Oh, man. Having these things means you have to go shop for them. You typically have to prepare them. You know, yeah, you kind of have to like portion things out and package it together and maybe put it in a lunch bag and take it with you. Yeah. Um, like it is a little bit of work. It is work. But like we said, well, we used to have to do a lot of other work in the opposite direction. And this is still more convenient. But yeah, it's it's not the default, you know? Yeah. So that's why it is difficult because of our modern default settings now. So. Yeah. Part of what's, what's spurring this conversation on, uh, I dropped uh, Whitney at work today and she works at the shipyard. And if you're from this area, you know what that is. If you're not, it's just a shipyard. Um, but anyways, man, this, you see all the people walking in at the same time. And this dude was just walking in. Literally all he had was a cell phone. No bag, no water, no food, no nothing. Literally just like going into work completely raw with no plan, no nothing. And I can't imagine living my life like that. Like, you know, my man was about to go either eat out of a vending machine (laughs) or he was having Bojangles or whatever it is because they have, you know, all those food trucks there. Mm -hmm. It just like, you know, didn't have a plan at all. So um, and I think most people operate like that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people do. Like vacation mode? Yeah, it's almost like you're in vacation mode. Like, oh, let's just see what happens on a given day, right? You take it day to day, no real thought as to what you're doing. And, you know, 10, 15 years of that does affect you. And think about it. We call it vacation mode, vacation day. Because think about when you go on vacation. You typically, you're in a new place. You don't know where things are. You don't have, like refrigeration typically you don't have a kitchen so you can't prepare food you are on vacation so you want to try different things yeah and you don't have a lot of structure to your day like you maybe do in your home so it yeah yeah you should kind of be out willy-nilly just yeah try things have where where does the wind blow you and you hey we got to eat i'm hungry let's grab this this looks good let's walk in here which is fine but the reality is that if that's your default setting at home um then that's your pl- and essentially then that's your plan you're going to uh struggle yeah your plans to have no plan you're going to struggle right so and let's talk about how expensive that is mm-hmm. like eating fast food every day is not cheap i mean even if you eat out for lunch every day that's typically i mean i don't know cause you're typically <laughs> Cause ten, we don't eat out for ten, it's 10 to 15 dollars it depends yeah. right if you're getting like the same thing at McDonald's, you could probably get a combo for like what six, seven, eight bucks. Yeah, but and but then if you're going to like a Chipotle it's, or with, a, with a drink, a Chipotle or a Cava yeah, is going to be Cava, like fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. So we'll just split and say ten dollars a day, right? Um, you know, you do that five days a week. That's fifty, tw- 50 twenty bucks. Twenty days a month. That's two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. And we know those meals could be had yeah. for 
mm-hmm. way cheaper than that. A couple bucks a day, generally for something simple like yeah. I mean, we'll go simple bodybuilder chicken and rice. Yeah, is really not that expensive. I mean, I have my meals for the most part grocery per person. It's like nine. I mean, really, it's a lot of times cheaper, seven to nine dollars a day, depending on the yeah, type, type of meat we're what? getting. But three, if three I meals, eat, yeah, three meals a day. We'll call it at, at tops like three two, bucks a meal. Yeah, tops three bucks a meal. So each meal is two to three dollars. So compare that to that ten to fifteen. Like, <sighs> damn, having yeah. a plan sounds nice. Yeah. And then when you know that and you go have a meal and it's disappointing and your regular meals you make, you're more satisfied with. You're like, damn, I could have just ate at home. I know. And you choose, you end up choosing to do that more. I feel like as I get older, I don't know if it's just getting older or just, you know, more time living my life this way. That just becomes more apparent. There's very few things that are worth going out to eat for. Yeah. Really, sushi is probably the only one that's really worth it because I'm not making that yeah. at home. Yep. Most other stuff, um, you know, is not groundbreaking and, and generally eating out is more of a social experience so that's where the enjoyment comes from yeah. but the food itself eh, mm-hmm. it's all right it's not bad yeah. i'd rather have the social experience and bring my my normal food with me yeah but that's not acceptable yeah i'd rather go out for drinks and stuff mm-hmm. um eat dinner go get a drink hang yeah. out just because and then too like yeah, it costs way more, but but it's funny. People be like, oh, yeah, you're, then you're spending way more on the alcohol. When it ho- and it's like, well, the reality is alcohol is not something you should be trying to, like, let me get the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's Like it's some kind of nutrition. You know, no, I can get more bang for my buck, you know, at sitting at home. So it's like, but the reality is like, well. Well, you're sitting at home drinking. <laughs> you should only be having two or three drinks anyway. Yeah. So, like, you're trying to get your money's worth and have nine drinks for the price of... That's what, not... Like, that's a terrible... That's not what we're going for. Terrible way to look at yeah. it, right? But some um, people think that way. Yeah. Yeah. Not me, man. That's called alcoholism. That is called alcoholism, <laughs> by the way. So, which is very normalized now. And mm-hmm. maybe that's a whole other episode of the podcast. I know we've talked about it before, but damn. Yeah. If you're drinking a bottle of wine a day, yeah, you might need a little bit of help. I looked it up recently, like, because I wasn't sure, like, a normal bottle of wine, like, how many glasses it actually is. It's, like, five. Yeah. Five, five ounces. Five glasses of wine? Yeah. Damn. So, a bottle of wine is, like, five glasses, which, if you drank five glasses a night, that's, yeah, that's heavy drinking. Which, if you go back, which podcast, did we break this down? (sighs) We might have. We, We went through a podcast and that broke down the definitions, the different definitions of it, of, uh, like... Light drinking, moderate drinking. Yeah, yeah, we drinking. did. So, but yeah, but and, and again, it ties back a little bit into planning and preparing. So yeah, mm-hmm. like, and some people, you don't even realize that we're like somewhat tongue in cheek talking about this, but it is a serious issue. And if you yeah don't realize it, right? Like if you don't plan and, and you end up yeah drinking way more than you realize, um, yeah, that's not helping, right? So go, mm-hmm. have a plan, you know? So yeah, you know, if you're going out to eat, out to get cocktails that you're paying, you know, six dollars a cocktail. Cool, I'm spending. I'm gonna have three drinks max. Like, <clears throat> I'm spending twenty, twenty bucks, right? Yeah. Not not including tips. So, you know, so say, yeah, you know, cool. I'm spending thirty bucks, right? And I'm having three drinks. So it kind of regulates you, you know, and you have that plan, right? And then two, typically, if you're not going alone, which maybe you are, and that can be an experience too. But yeah, you're going to friends, so you're you're tying the out the drinks and drinking into other things too like hey this is about like enhancing my experience with you know friends and conversation and things like that so 
And yeah, and you are having a limit, so it's not about just getting drunk, right? Yeah, so it's more about the experience than just only the, the alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, so that's where like you know little little things like that by planning, and eventually it becomes a habit. Like, you know, we kind of just broke it down, and yeah, that is like a thought process and planning process. But then yeah, it just becomes yeah your norm and what you do, and um, it becomes easier, I think, to yeah. enjoy some experiences um, when you do it that way. Yep. And, and same thing, right? Yeah. It, say you've got to plan your lunch that you take to work and you got to carry a bag with you and you got to prep it like the night before the morning of, or the weekend before. Um, so yeah, initially that, that there's that work up front, but then it does become habit and just what you do and you don't know any different. So yeah, that's how we are now. And I am now. And if, then if you told me to start going out to eat for lunch every day, it would, if the thought of that feels like more work. It does, because now you got to go somewhere. Because now I'm like, oh, yeah, i got to get in my car and drive and um, sit in line. And then, like, I don't know, the whole it, – it, this sounds crazy, but it's all, like – you know what I, like, I just don't understand either is, like, eating in your car while you're driving and also eating at, again, so, social things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, say, like, we had like recently read into upstairs at that brewery. Right. And then imagine if while everyone's still gathering and chatting and and mingling, there's like pizza there. Right. But then you're standing there, like someone's talking to you and you're just eating like slices of pizza. Like, so to me, it's like, it takes away from the conversation and I'm like, well, not even getting to enjoy or focus on the food because I'm, I'm trying to have to pay, pay attention to this conversation. Right. Whereas I'd (laughs) I'd rather have, it's a good point, you know, and, um, and it's distracted eating. Right. So, yeah, I, w- I would prefer to have meals with like just my wife and my, myself ultimately are especially fun, fun meals. So then the, the food can be the star and I can really enjoy it and eat undistracted. So that's just me talking yeah. out loud. I know still some people. Yeah, let's have a party and crush pizza. But, um, yeah, when you kind of start planning for these things, you notice, oh, wait, I didn't even get to enjoy it. I didn't even notice because I was sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I think food in a very large setting is weird. Mm-hmm. If it's just like, you know, a small group, it becomes way more manageable, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like when it is a very social mingling type event like we had, a lot of food is kind of yeah. odd. Like a drink is fine. Mm-hmm. Dr- a drink is easy to navigate and that's, yeah. you know, you're not chewing in somebody's face. Um, but yeah, that is the eating yeah. in the car, like while you drive is weird. Like I see people just crushing egg McMuffins <laughs> in the morning. Yep. Sitting in their lap. And then, you know, the argument would be like, well, this is the only time I have time to eat. And then it's like, well, no, uh, we can e- I can easily break it down for you. Right, we can figure it out. You drove here, say it took four minutes, and you sat in this line for, f- for, for five minutes. Um, you know, so right there, it's like almost, You could have made a bowl of oatmeal at home, and you would have been all right. Exactly, and sat down at the table and ate it and left and been at the same timeline. Yeah, it's what, three minutes max to microwave some oatmeal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put a little protein powder, banana, something in it. And like, dude, there's your breakfast. Yeah. Like the logistics of grabbing food like that. And I've done this and I've, I have it actually in my notes to make like a reel about it. But, um, or no, I, a very expansive one where literally I would like time it ourselves, like video it and actually do it and time it. Yeah. Like time both these scenarios yeah, where which one? I wake up. So yeah, I have uh protein oatmeal right now mm-hmm. for breakfast. So if I wake up, uh, so start cooking it, preparing it, take the bowl, put it on a scale, pour in the oats, hit the amount I'm trying to have, pour water in, pop in the microwave. So that takes 
15 seconds yeah right then then pop in the microwave i have a lot of oats it's like 120 grams so it's like f i do four minutes in the microwave take it out stir it cinnamon salt the protein powder stir 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 boom done so done i mean we'll even be graceful and say six minutes yeah. tops yeah um and then sit there and eat it right so whatever i mean if i'm taking you can eat fast you can eat slow but we'll say 10 10 minutes eating that uh so yeah so 15 minutes 15 to 20 minutes right yeah. start to finish boom bang bing that's the time now i could be out the door and doing whatever now let's say you're going to chick-fil-a are they open for breakfast they have breakfast yeah, they got breakfast. whatever or, or they mcdonald's they you know they got chicken minis bro for breakfast and yeah and so, so now you got to drive there which and maybe for someone it is exactly on their way but for some people it's a little out of the way mm -hmm. and then you got to go wait in the drive through so we'll say even that and the fact you kind of have to slow down and stop and so there's like easily like three four minutes mm -hmm. so then you're waiting in the drive through and if it's a peak time like i mean it could be a 15 minute wait easily right yeah. 15 20 minutes so but we'll say 10 minute 10 minutes to like get in line get your order get Check your get food right so there it is 15 minutes right and that's being generous uh and then you got to eat it right <clears throat> now if you're eating and driving like that's distracted yeah eating, you're man. saving time but that's that's some huge issues right mm -hmm. but you so even say then you spin around and just sit and eat it in your car so same thing like we'll s you'd eat it in 10 minutes so now we're looking at almost 30 minutes right yeah 20 to 30 minutes 20 minutes being generous and more than likely you're pushing close to 30 so yeah. So a little more time and you, you save you, money. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing, the only reason is because it's more convenient and comforting. It's easier. Yeah. It's easier because you don't have to technically do anything, right? You don't have to go shop for that food. You don't have to portion it out. You don't have to like cook, cook, you know, there's just less steps. Yeah. Right. The funny thing is that when you do those steps, that little bit of work up front, you realize like, this isn't even really that hard. Mm -hmm. and, it, and sometimes it's the thought of like, oh, I don't want to do this. I just want to stop where, you know, we don't go through like what we went through. usually doesn't go through people's minds. It's more like, oh, I don't want to put in the effort. I'm just going to stop and grab this. Yeah. You know, so the trade off of like, you know, I don't want to do anything. So waiting a little longer maybe is fine. Yep. Um, but it's just a lot easier and, and more time saving and money saving to do that little bit of work yeah. so that you are well, better in the long run. Well, then we can break it down further, right? So let's look at the the protein oatmeal. So the scoop of protein, it's like a dollar. The the oats are like oats are cheap, man. Pennies, right? Yeah. Like the whole thing. I mean, I don't know. We'll say twenty five cents for the serving of oats. Dollar twenty five, right? Dollar dollar fifty. <laughs> so the egg McMuffin or whatever you get there. I mean, it's probably going to end up being $5 worth of stuff easily. Mm -hmm. And then multiply that over like, you know, at least if you do that every weekday. Um, Think about that across a year, I mean, man. Yeah. And then let's talk about, well, the protein in oats is going to give you more nutrition, right? Typically in some sustained, you know, more whole unprocessed so all the benefits of that right whereas that a little more full for longer you're less likely to grab other the like other snacky foods mm -hmm. you might end up being hungry three hours later or kind of start that roller coaster of like man it makes you want to eat more because it was super delicious mm -hmm. and um you're more likely maybe to grab that drink because it's like convenient that's paired with it so yeah you start to see like on all phases and stages um the price you do pay 
for being convenient on yeah convenient and not planning and not preparing yeah mm. you got to plan i've been doing oatmeal a lot lately probably for the past month i've yeah. consistently done it i used for a while i, I had done like protein yogurt mm-hmm. um and then <coughs> actually what caused me to stop that is like i couldn't find yogurt anywhere yeah the kind that went I through eat. that phase yeah so i just started eating oats and i feel a lot more full Mm-hmm. on that like it carries me for longer and not that i was crazy like hungry after eating um protein yeah. powder and yogurt and berries but dude the oats are just yep they're legit and it's crazy actually i mean for me i have it down and i sacrifice trade-offs right like i actually prefer and uh you know less variety and all that but like my prep time is so little for the and literally it prep basically preps like 20 some meals a week in that like so i just there's my protein and oats, right? So that was like, you know, five minutes of prep time a day. Mm-hmm. And then I, dude, I take the chicken breasts and normally throw them in the crock pot. Like at the night I get them, right? Throw them in the crock pot, 6, 7 p.m. Like, well, and then it, they cook overnight. Then they're ready, shred them up. And now I have like the week's worth of chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then say for lunch and dinner, I have chicken and rice. And I'll mix up the sauces and stuff, but like, boom. So that took really, obviously it cooked while I was sleeping, but actual yeah, prep but work. For you, the work you actually literally had to do. Literally open the chicken, throw it in the crock pot, pour in some stock or sometimes some barbecue sauce or different things and then press the button and then take it out. And dude, they literally, you take them out and they shred like, yeah, when you know, butter, yeah. like shred it into a Tupperware. So literally less, dude, less than two minutes of prep. Mm-hmm. And then it's in there. So then when it's time to eat, and then in, in the morning too, so I'm making my oatmeal, I'll pour in my rice in the rice cooker. Mm-hmm. You know, so measuring my rice, pour in the water, hit the button, bing. So that's one minute, mm-hmm. two minutes. So right there, it's like five minutes a week with the chicken, six minutes a day with the oats, two minutes a day with the rice. So that's eight minutes. So you're looking at like, and then I put the meals together, like 30 seconds each, yeah, right? Cool. Easy. Take out the rice from the rice cooker, plop it in the bowl, take out the chicken. Sometimes I'll reheat it in like the pan with like uh, different mustards or salsas. Mm. And, but, um, but even then, so we'll add a, a minute or two for that. But essentially 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Five, five, an extra five minutes a week for the chicken. So you're looking at for the week, a little over an hour. Yeah. That's it. <clears throat> an yeah. hour of time to have every single meal hand, uh, prepped and made. Now, again, the trade-off is simplicity, right? Mm-hmm. If I was having different stuff for every meal, and it's going to be way different, right? So that's where people got to weigh it. But just an example, and more, a little more of an extreme end of if you have a couple things you like and you get it down, it, it's, it's, easy, a, it's an hour a week. We, we usually, like, generally both of us have the same <laughs> thing for breakfast every single day. Um, and then I have generally the same thing for lunch. And then Whitney, her, her lunch is just whatever's left over from dinner mm-hmm. generally. So, but we rotate through the same couple meals every single week, same stuff mm-hmm. all the time. And it's probably four different meals, but we've done them so often that like I could throw them together in like 10 minutes, maybe some of yeah. them are, you know, putting crock, putting chicken in the crock pot or just having some ground Turkey in a pan. And it's literally, you know, the quickest meal you know and like we do have a little more variety than you do Mm -hmm. so the trade-off is yeah it does take a little more time but even then we do it so often it's so streamlined 
that it's just the like, effort's just not really of, very high. Yeah. Like I could, all of our meals can throw them together in my sleep. Don't have to measure anything or like look up the recipe. It's just, hey, this is what we put together. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's some recipes that we've made like, you know, on the weekend, you know, we like to make maybe something a little different and it is a little more involved. Yeah. But then it's like for fun too. Yeah. In a way. Like, but with those, like I've gotten to a point where I can like simplify that down to where it turns into a weekday meal. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, we don't need mm-hmm. to add that. Like that's, you know, there's certain things that are just, I'm fine without having them in yeah. a meal to where now I can do this on a weeknight because it's super simple. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, that's the, the trade-off to, you know, still like having the same stuff is like, yeah, we eat the same thing every week, but dude, I could throw it th- together in my sleep. Yeah. So it's not a whole lot of effort on our part anymore yep. either. So kind of the middle of the road from where you're at and then the opposite end would be like you eat something different for every single meal, uh, but you still prep and plan yeah. it. And everything comes with a level of stress and trade-off, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, you may get bored the other way. Well, and we worked with people. People get stressed the other way. Like, I got to make something new for every meal. I got to find these recipes. Yeah, I got to go to the grocery store and pick up these extra ingredients. And, and it just becomes exhausting too, right? So it's like... Yeah, that's almost more stressful in my opinion. Unless you have a personal chef, you know? Yeah, or like you have a ton of time. Maybe mm-hmm. like you don't work and your spouse does yeah. or whatever. Like maybe you do have the time to do that. But still, the stress level associated with feeling like you need to always have a new recipe and you got to try this and you got to do it different. I'm good. Yeah. And then with working out, right? Same thing. You got to find that trade off. Like, so yeah, mo- again, most people do better with a plan, right? Now, luckily with the internet, you can go online and find millions of workout so many plans, plans for free, right? So if you go to the gym and have a plan to follow, like it's, you are more likely to stick with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you should, like this is your <clears throat> your body, right? You get one of them. It's the only That's thing you it. have from the time you're born until the time you, you, you pass. So it's funny. Yeah, you should take care of it. And you shouldn't just like willy-nilly do random stuff nah. because again, this is your body. This is and not just your muscles, it's your bones and your nervous system. And all that is affected by like physical activity and how you do things. So, you know, having a plan, it helps, right? And yeah, some people have the time to want to research and find it, figure it out on their self, mm-hmm. learn and, and do all these things. And or you can outsource this, right? You can hire a trainer. You can do a group training program. Or you just show up and do the work. Yeah. And it's like you don't have to think. It's just there. And then someone's telling you how to do it and what to do. It. And if you're doing it right. Um, so like. Yeah, find that for yourself. But again, and I've seen this again in the industry, like people who say go to like a group style training gym or a trainer are more likely to stick with it and do for sure. better, right? Because there's less obstacles in their way. And yeah, when there is a plan they're executing, you're more likely to stick with it versus you join a gym, it's up to you. Show up. Most people, again, walk around, don't come back for a year until they can cancel. Now, like, you have to do all the research on your own. It's akin to, like, looking up all these recipes and having to figure out yeah. how to cook. Like, it is a lot when you're trying mm-hmm. to do all this complex stuff. But if you can outsource or make it simple, like, way less barriers. Yeah. You have to plan. And both of it's planning, right? Even if you decide to outsource it, you're planning to do that. Yeah. Like, same thing with food. We just talked about uh, having a chef, you could also hire a meal. There's meal prep companies, mm-hmm. which is a great way to that, do all it. that stuff. We just, you could have a different meal for every meal, but someone else is cooking it. You just now have to take it out and put it in the microwave or, re- or reheat it in the oven. So and for some people, those are perfect and they're well worth the money. Yeah. You know, so it has the cost to it, but that's a plan. Cool. I'm not going to do this myself. I don't want to just leave myself open to, uh, you know, milkshakes and 
fried chicken. Mm. So I'm going to do a meal prep service, I was, right? Man, I was talking to somebody. I don't know if it was someone new at the gym or, or what, but they literally have all of their meals delivered. They, they don't cook a thing for themselves. Breakfast, lunch, and yeah. dinner, all delivered, but their entire fridge is just mm-hmm. 21 meals. That's it. They don't cook anything. They don't buy anything. But for them, they're not bringing a bunch of stuff into the house. Yeah. And time-wise, like maybe they don't have the time or don't want to cook, but they plan yeah. to only eat these meals, oh, and, and it's, it serves them perfectly. And think of the bandwidth it frees you up for. That's the other right? thing. You don't even have to think about what you're eating. Nah. You don't have to spend one iota on it. So, yeah, then if you – yeah, like you're able to pour that into other responsibilities and things. And um, So, yeah, there's different avenues, but they all involve – you got to have some planning, man, because if you default to our modern environment, both when it comes to movement, exercise, and eating, uh, the default's comfort and convenience. Yeah, you're yeah, getting you know? pulled along by comfort and getting pulled to you know the first thing that catches your eye or that you smell while you're driving down the road. You're like, oh, man, yeah. Chick-fil-A smells really good right now. And then you go wait in yeah. line for 55 minutes. And remember, these food places, like they're, you know, they're businesses. They want to make money and yeah. taste tastier food is what people want. Well, tastier food is more calorically dense, right? So it works against our goals. So that's where and why, like you have to plan to either prepare food on your own. So you're in control or you have to find some kind of outlet that prepares it like you would prepare it on your mm-hmm. own, which is like a, a meal prep, a chef, a food service. Um, you you got to kind of like make that. And think if you're if you're getting fast food every day. Like it's almost a lateral slide price-wise to maybe a meal prep service for mm-hmm. a lot of your meals. Yep. You know, they're going to be what, six to eight bucks a meal yeah. is about right. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny? The funny thing people say when they say, yeah, it is a lateral slide. So they're spending eight bucks a day, right, for fast food. Yeah. And then they switch to a meal prep company that's like, you know, Whole Foods already cooked. <clears throat> and it's to say eight bucks a meal. You know what everyone always says without a doubt? Oh, these portions are so much smaller. But the reality is like, no, this is like a, say, 500, 600 calorie meal. This is it. Like, this is what it's supposed yeah. to look Your like. Your other meal was like, was like yeah, 1,200 <laughs> calories, 1,500 calories. Um, so, you know, it's like eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. And that's – but I think it's, it's, it's worth comparing the two, though, for people. You know, if you are somebody who grabs stuff on the go a lot, well, it might make sense to, hey, I don't really feel like cooking. Let me just set up this meal prep service. You can pick all the yeah. meals that you want for it, and they send them to you and, like – you put them in the microwave and go. Yeah. Or if you're sick and you just don't like to heat things up, eat them cold, man. Yeah. And that's cool too. So just know like that is an option for people if you find yourself always grabbing stuff mm-hmm. on the go. You can still make it extremely easy for yourself. Yeah. You got to think of it, man. Pr- planning, preparing like like safe sex. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're just out here, you just wake up and you just you say to yourself, I'll go to the gym sometime this week. I'll find something to eat today. Yeah. And I don't know just, what I'm going to have, hey, but I'll you, get something. You just walk out of your house. You don't even pack. You don't pack a gym bag. You don't pack a lunch. Don't even bring any water you with you. You just grab your keys and leave for the day. And you just go. You're raw dogging it, man. Raw dogging life. Like, like on one hand, though, I envy just the freedom of that yeah. person, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I know that in our current system, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dude, imagine imagine leaving your house with no phone, just you and your keys. Mm. It's freeing, but God, does it sound stressful. <laughs> I don't know. So no. start planning and preparing, man. Just plan it. Get that that planning and preparing protection. In some way. Like we've outlined. That PPP. Like, PPP. 
planning, preparing, protection. We there's a million ways to do it. So just figure out which one works for you. It doesn't mean you got to meal prep and Tupperware every meal of your week, but figure out some way to to prep for what you're gonna do. That's all. All right. That's all we want. Hopefully, we save someone out there. I hope so. From, from raw, raw dog, dog in their in day, just. <laughs> Oh, God. Start small, too. Yeah. Don't do it all. Just Ma- a little maybe bit. just write a workout into your schedule. Yeah. Or just make your breakfast every day. <laughs> mm hmm. Something. And keep it simple. Like our example oatmeal is the easiest thing to make. Oatmeal, water, a little salt, put it in the microwave, you're good. You can go finish getting ready. Yeah. Boom. A little protein powder. A little protein powder. I, used, I do three eggs with my oatmeal. Yeah. But protein powder is even easier. So make uh. it simple, don't complicate. That's my advice. There we go. I think that pulls it all together. Yeah. So this week, episode 151, it's a wrap. We appreciate you for listening. Okay. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time. See you next time.